You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. Man, holidays are over and it's so nice that it's, you know, January now, things are good and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're kind of through. But, you know, every every time I start January 1st, I, uh, I'm always like, okay, I'm going to do these things. I'm not going to do this. And then <laughs> usually about five days in, that's why I really make a point not to do like a new year's resolution, but I try mm-hmm. to, it sounds funny. I try to like trick myself into a new year's resolution. Like, Oh, I'm already doing it. And then day like 17, you're like, I'm here. I've already arrived. <laughs> I don't know why I do that, but, um, you know, then, but I, you know, so it's finally after, you know, uh, you know, things are getting cleaned up and we're trying to get back to reality. I've actually heard this thing that January is the most driest month of the year like as in like it's the most blandest month because you generally have no money <laughs> because you've been <laughs> spent it all on the family spend it all on the family <laughs> uh there's no holidays i mean you know I mean, martin luther king is there but it's not really like you know it's not like a valentine's day or a mm-hmm. christmas or anything like that. so so there's not really any big holidays and it's just kind of blah mm-hmm. you know and and so uh so anyways all the fun's over the fun <laughs> is over so now now it's back to reality and eating good and all that kind of stuff but uh hey the voice might sound different guys today um uh, my friend David is on today. David, why don't you, uh, David, and now make sure I get the right last name. It's Presendorfer, right? Presendorfer. Presendorfer. Yeah. Okay. A for effort. I tried, Presendorfer. <laughs> He's got an amazing voice, too, as you guys hear this all the time, me and Travis Rose. And Travis isn't here today, but David is going to join me because we are talking a little bit about finances. Mm-hmm. You know, January 1st, again, rolled around, and now it's like, okay, budgets and things like that. I know many of you had that talk with your spouse, like, how do we get on a budget? How do we do this? And you're like, I yeah. want to, but we find ourselves not. And so, but, want, but before we get into that, why don't you share mm-hmm. a little bit about, about yourself, your story, where you came from, your walk with the Lord, all that kind of stuff. Amen. Well, Bill, it's an honor. I appreciate it. It's a blessing to be here. Welcome. And so, yeah, just thinking about, you know, who am I and where I came from, give you a little bit of background. You know, I did not grow up in a Christian home and really was not introduced to the Lord till I was 27 years old. Wow. And, uh, you know, when I think about my background, when I look at my family history, which I don't know that much, but based on what little I do know, I'm the first believer in my family line in like four generations. Wow. And so there is now, you know, between my wife and I and now with our daughter, we are able to now create a new line. To serve the Lord. That's awesome. And so from this point forward, you know, in our family, it's uh, about reaching into the future and also past and, you know, serving the Lord. So, you know, to give you guys a little bit of detail uh, to know, you know, so you're aware of where I came from. Yeah. So I haven't grown up in that. You know, I come from a broken home, parents divorced and a lot of alcoholism and things like that in my family. And, you know, I took right to that. I won't go into too much mm-hmm. detail, but, you know, I was uh, from about the time I could start making adult decisions, about age 15, I was hardcore into drug use, and that carried wow. forward into my life till uh, the Lord came and saved me at age 27, and when I was in a drug rehab for the 11th time. And so wow. I've been in and out of rehab and jail, and I've been locked up in mental institutions, and that wow. is uh, the background of my life. I was homeless and got into that rehab and we'll go into all the details, but through God setting up circumstances and the right people connected me with, uh, just an opportunity by myself through different verses. Some people had shared with me to pray and ask the Lord to deliver me from that lifestyle. And 
That was uh, right around my birthday when I was 27, so I'm now 38. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, even that is a whole nother, another podcast we need to talk about at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um, because cause looking at you, and I know you guys, you can't see him, but looking at you, you would you, your first thought is, this guy's got had this together his whole life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a clean clean outfit, you know, things are good, nice haircut, <laughs> you know, good job. And so it's like all this stuff, and you're like, oh, things just kind of rolled into it. But I would never have thought that. What did it shock you to know in high school I had horns for hair? That's amazing. <laughs> I'd love to see a picture of that. We need to try and try and get one of those. So. <laughs> that's right. Oh man, well, good. So, so you moved that. So that's been eleven years. You've been that's correct. You've been clean, sober, mm-hmm. follower of Christ. That's right. And so, so kind of when you started that, like you know, because I know that you you you're very very passionate about finances, things like that. That's correct. Um, how how did you come about being passionate about that kind of stuff? You know, it's kind of an interesting story. So after I became a Christian, um, I was I was probably Christian three or four years, and during that time, uh, I sensed the Lord calling me to attend Bible school. So I have a couple degrees from different Bible schools now. And as I was at uh, the first Bible school, there was different tracks you could go in and some of, you know, there's leadership and pastoral, there was missions, you know, kind of the typical tracks in Bible schools. And uh, while I was there, they opened a new marketplace, you know, business focused. Okay. Had never thought that direction or ever saw myself in that way, you know, based on my background. But as I started, um, Looking into that, it was during that time when I started learning about personal finances. And it was not because some great thing happened and I had a bunch of money. It was because, okay, we're doing our best, but we tithe, and but we can't afford milk right now. So what's yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah. How do we do this? Because we get money that comes in and the money kind of floats out and we got stuff and we did some stuff, but no real idea why yeah, or how yeah. or any way to know what we're actually doing. Yeah. And so it was just through that process of uh, learning a little bit about my own personal finances, things like that, and how to save and trying to research what's a budget, how do you do it? Because, you know, my concept of budgeting was I didn't go in the red. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I'm good. Yeah, yes. And so, yeah, it's through that process. And, and, and it was not, I'll say this to you guys, it was not an overnight process. It wasn't, I read a book and all of a sudden everything made sense Boom. and I never made a financial mistake again. Not the case. Not at all. You know, and so just for encouragement for you guys who are actually thinking something about finances and how to change it now that we're in the new year and what do I need to do? Uh, it's a process. Know yeah. that first. It's a process. But also know that in that process there will be some changes likely yeah. that need to be made. Decisions. So, mm-hmm. Okay. That's 100% correct. And so... It was in that journey that, you know, I'm grateful my wife was 100% on board uh, with learning how to steward, you know, God's resources and things like that. And and it was just, um, that's kind of how it started, just learning about it and reading. And so, yeah. Okay. No, that sounds good. I mean, seriously, just kind of thinking about about the being on the victory side of that and having control of it, knowing where your where your dollars go. What would you What would you kind of encourage people that are that are wanting to start this? What would you tell them? Maybe some simple steps or some ways to get started with moving towards having a budget, mm-hmm. towards actually, I would even be on the be towards having control of their finances. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. So, you know, as I was. Uh, thinking about that, the scripture that comes to mind, just if you want to research this, is Proverbs 27, specifically starting in verse 23, and it says, know the state of your flocks, 
And so when we look back somewhat at biblical times, I mean, oftentimes uh, livestock and land were, uh, you know, significant for income when you shear your sheep and you sell their meat and different things like that. So um, knowing the state of your flock. So basically how I take that in a financial, uh, you know, perspective is taking the time to find out, okay, what do I have coming in on a regular basis and what do I have going out? Because a lot of times... I mean, I remember my wife and I, you, you, you're planning and you're thinking and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, car insurance. I, I didn't even think about that. That's yeah, yeah, due yeah. next week. I don't even have that money. And so it's basically looking at your old accounts, all your old transactions to find out, okay, I've got an internet bill. I've got a phone bill. I've got this. I have this bill. I eat out this often. And you just look into what's going out and then you find out, okay, I've got my checks coming in. And what happens after taxes? This is what hits my account every week, every two weeks, you know, once a month or however your income comes in. If you're commissioned, this is the average that's coming in on a per month basis. And then basically you're, you're comparing, you're knowing the state of your flocks. Where am I at here? Okay. I make $5,000 and I spent 12,000 last month. Well, that's not, you'll see right there. (laughs) It's not going to happen for, uh, (laughs) for too, too long until (laughs) things change. So that's correct. So you, you see, it's basically just taking stock. Okay. How am I doing here? What am I spending? What am I spending it on? And just, just being completely objective. You may be surprised at what you see. It may be, wow, I'm doing way better than I thought. Or you may see, oh my goodness, I spent $800 at Starbucks last month. How is that possible? And so that's kind of, I think the beginning point for anyone that's going to budget is taking an objective view kind of a bird's eye view, almost as though you're looking at someone else's finances. They may help you to take any emotional, you know, thoughts out yeah. of it. So. No, that's good. I, immediately as you're talking, I'm thinking about the idea of having, of, of us being seasoned with, with grace. Because mm. I know at these moments, um, the blame game can start. Well, we would have money if you didn't <laughs> go here or if you didn't buy this or why do we need yeah. that? And so I think uh, even if you, as you're listening, you know, have have grace on yourself and your spouse. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's already spent. It's already gone. There's no reason to start an argument about it. That's right. And that's where I think a lot of times people stop is, well, I don't, I, you know, they start doing this kind of budget process and all of a sudden like, I, I don't, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. You know, it, it's already, we're already stressed out because we don't have money. Why, why fight and not have money? So don't, don't let it be a blame game. Mm-hmm. Just know where your money went and then begin to move forward with grace to say we can do this differently from this point on. Yeah, that that's a really good point, Bill. And I think that's important uh, for us as men as we're, because we can have this tendency of we're going to take authority and charge in and we've got the sword you know, drawn and we're going to start yeah. moving forward. But remembering that you're one with your spouse. Yeah. And so it's one time flesh, to be, yeah. exactly, to be at peace, to come to agreements on, you know, the speed and the rate at which you are moving into, you know, learning about finances and budgeting. But as long as you're making some steps, you know, in the initial yeah. thing. And yeah. I think that's really important because those types of things can come up and they likely will things will arise and yeah just remember that you know this is part of the process and nothing that is good and going to produce lasting fruit for your family is going to be easy yeah it's going to be yeah. some challenges some things that will come up you'll think about your spouse or your spouse will think about you <laughs> yeah, yeah as you're having those discussions too true too true yeah <laughs> so those those would be some of the thoughts i'd have about that for sure definitely well so okay so so Take state of your flock, you know, take stock of what you have. 
Okay, so when, once you've done that, what's the next thing that you should do to kind of move forward? Yeah, so once you have an accurate assessment of, you know, where you're actually at, this is where practical steps to make changes. Yeah. You know, and let me say this. Anybody, anytime we get in the new year like we're here, okay, you want to lose 50 pounds, I'm going to the gym 17 times a week, and I'm not eating anything except crackers and water. Yeah. You know, well, that's destined, you're setting yourself up for failure, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're used to eating hamburger and fries three times a day. Okay, yeah, exactly. You know? yeah, good, good point. Good point. So, you know, in that, taking practical steps. So, okay, I spent $400 last month on Starbucks. Now, I know... I'm exaggerating, or hopefully I am for most of us here. But it's pretty you, easy, though, when you think about it. I mean, it is. If you're going, even some go twice a day. Mm-hmm. That's ten, ten, fifteen dollars a shot now. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And so, sticking with that example, if you're say spent four hundred dollars, say okay, you've got an assessment of where you're at. You want to say I'm going to spend, I'm going to limit myself to three hundred dollars this month. Just say you're you're okay, going to take so small. Okay, so it's kind of like cutting down. That's correct. Nice. And it's not about eliminating fun. That's not what it is all. Sometimes I want to communicate with couples and people. It's not at all about eliminating fun. It's about being disciplined and limiting, you know, and keeping track of what things you're doing. Because I can tell you this right now. When I, when my wife and I talk to other couples, say, hey, we've got a budget meeting this Saturday. They're like, what? And this is a great time. We love it because it's in those times after doing it for years now where we're able to plan. Hey, we can pay cash for this vacation. Yeah. We can go experience these things, which we never would have been able to do without credit cards and debt and hassle. And so, yeah. you know, back to that original thing, take some small steps. Find out what I'm going to do. If you just determine you want to only spend X amount at Starbucks, for example, keep you can get apps i mean good budget that is a great app for setting envelopes and you can just track what you're spending and if you in the first two weeks hit your 300 hundred dollar mark you're done at starbucks for that month until the next month yeah you know and it's going to be something really we're going to be putting to death the flesh and certain things that yeah. we want to do and we're used to um hungry i'm popping in here or i'm doing this or i'm doing that it's going to require some lifestyle changes. So say, say, say the app again, Good Budget? Yeah, Good Budget. Okay. That is one that my wife and I use, and it's it's very, very basic. We don't pay for it. It's free, and we are allowed to just create some envelopes so we know, okay, we've got X amount set aside for groceries. When we go buy groceries this week, we put in the $78 we spent, and the envelope just drops the line, the bar, so we know we've got you know 212 or whatever left. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Good budget. I love the app stuff. You know, a long time ago, we did Dave Ramsey stuff where to put yep. a lot of like envelopes and literally it was envelopes and we were trying to fight. And I am the one who struggles with this. My <laughs> wife is way more organized. You probably could already, could already tell that. But yes, <laughs> I love the small steps thing because I feel like it's it's tangible stuff that you're still winning. Like mm-hmm. you really are still winning. You're, you're yeah. doing less than some would say, you know, it's almost kind of like the it's like the smoking patch. It's like, yeah. like, yes, there is something valiant in going cold turkey. But most people, I think I, I heard a statistic, 98% of those who do, who, 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 who attempt to go cold turkey on anything, generally mm-hmm. it's exercise. Sure. Within, within the first two days, they end up quitting. Yeah. Because they just so much of their, of their reflex is, mm-hmm. well, this is what is in me. It's in my, almost in, in, ingrained in their DNA to yeah. go, I need to do this, you mm-hmm. know? And instead it's saying, no, I need to do less. Yeah. You are 100% correct because I know... If anybody's like me as a man, I always bite off more than I can chew. <laughs> that is too true. Yeah. That is too true. So small steps where you start to see some progress and some wins. And and, and I want to comment here too that 
you know, when you make a mistake or you spend over whatever, you know, don't mm-hmm. be, don't beat yourself up. Okay. Don't kick yourself down the road. It's not the end of the world. You're, you're taking action. Here's the thing to focus yeah. on. I'm taking action. Yeah. I made a mistake. It happens. Hey, just so everyone's listening. I made, made a mistake last week. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Yeah. So just, uh, to keep your, your viewpoint clear that, you know, I'm focusing on making changes. However, I'm not perfect. I'm not expected to be perfect. No one's demanding perfection. That's already been paid for on the cross. And so I'm going to take some steps with my spouse here, and we're going to take some practical action to see if we can make some changes this It's almost kind of like be realistic. Exactly. That's a good you, word, realistic. Because I think, I think the expectations is, is what gets us down, you know, uh, that, that we, we, we expect to just turn on a dime and go, okay, well, this is the, this is the new norm. Mm-hmm. But your kids, I mean, you know, my kids are 11 and 14, and they, they're still going to flinch the same way that they flinched for the last years because I've set them up like that. Oh, yeah. you want to go out to eat? Well, let's go out to eat. You know, we, mm-hmm. we, we, because we can, mm-hmm. you know, and but, but it's more a matter of like we can, but can we? You know, yeah. kind of thing like mm-hmm. can we really? And so it's more making those choices to go this is what's more valuable. So, okay, so so take take stock, small steps and be realistic. What would, mm-hmm. what would be another step that you could – that you could uh, hit the, hit them up with. Yeah, and so I think that you know, as you're making steps, you want to start planning not just on how we're going to you know track these specific things, but also start planning for something fun. Mm. You know, that's part of the step process. Uh, something fun. So you, maybe you and your wife are going to need a getaway after this year or after these six yeah. months or whatever, after you're kind of working through and possibly battling through, to use that term, some of the financial yeah. questions and challenges as you make adjustments. Well, have something to look forward to. You know, we're not just doing this and it's stressful or whatever and you're having challenges. Try to plan something as well. Hey, we're going to try to do this for the six months and as a reward, because we've cut down, some of that extra we've cut down is going to go into this account, and we're going to go get away here. We're going to go to Great Wolf Lodge. We're going to whatever, whatever, whatever you it enjoy. Is, yeah. yeah, travel somewhere. We can, you know, go to Mexico for three nights or something like that. So that would be something I would encourage everyone to do as well. Okay, so so have something, have a carrot on the stick, as it, as it were. So you're not just trying to dig out of a hole. Correct. And I know that there's some who are at the point of going, I mean, I've got so much credit card debt. And I mean, there's, would you say that there comes a point with those who might, might be that heavy in the debt to find a financial advisor or find somebody that, that can actually help give them, you know, cause, cause you've got people who, you know, who they go to the gym and mm-hmm. man, I'm, I'm, I'm 10 pounds overweight. Things are okay, but you know, and they kind of know the steps to take, but then there's some who are who are extremely overweight and they have type two diabetes and you know, yes. and it's like they they need someone who can give them some goals. What what would you say? Are, are, are there any good resources out there for people to, to seek after to say, Hey, I'm pretty far in debt. We've got three, three credit cards and they're totaling $25,000. Um, at this point, our greatest fun would be getting out of this debt. So mm-hmm. what are some tangibles? Are, are there any specific places that they can go to or any kind of books that you've read? Uh, that would give them some insight and wisdom. Yeah, so some of the things that uh, come to mind immediately, obviously, anytime we're having a discuss- discussion about budgeting, Dave Ramsey's going to come yep. up. Okay. okay. Dave Ramsey's got a lot of great resources. A lot of them are free. Um, if you really need some direction, uh, I-, I highly recommend Financial Peace University. I've gone through it. I've taught it. It's a great help. Um <clears throat> It's really important to have that commitment before you do things like that. So that's mm, number one. Yeah. If you're really struggling uh, with debt, let's say you've got all these different debt payments and not sure how to do it, 
Uh, I'm not as familiar with them, so this is not a blatant recommendation, mm-hmm. but Trinity, Trinity Debt Management. Okay. Uh, okay. Researching them would be a great option. I think they can oftentimes help consolidate things to help you have a manageable payment. And I believe, I can't say with certainty, but they're biblically based. And so that I think so too. I think from what I've heard, again, I mean, we're not sitting here. Uh, you know, uh, we're not we're not funded by them or anything. Cause, Correct. I mean, we're yeah. just kind of giving you some ideas. Um, but I, but I do know there's a lot of people that are out there that are going. I want to make changes, but then when they see the hole is so deep, they're like, well, forget it. Yeah. They just kind of give up before they can even start. So, because I love the idea of putting something where it's fun, give yourself some kind of prize at the end of this. That's right. That's huge. But then there's those who are because I do I do still they can have some kind of prize. But mm-hmm. man, if you're that far deep, it's to get yourself back out on the level ground, you know, but I I think more people that I've talked to aren't living with an exorbitant amount of debt. I know there's, I think Mm -hmm. what the average debt is $16,000 for the American household. Yeah. It's probably somewhere around that. Somewhere in that range. I mean, and and some have very little. Mm -hmm. And so, so, so with that, it's more, what do we do? Because they're looking at college and they're looking at, you know, you know, retirement plans and things like Mm -hmm. that, where a lot, a lot of companies aren't offering that like they used to Mm -hmm. because everything's going into insurance. And so it's like, (laughs) I can't afford to do it all. So it's kind of, what do you do? So I think these are great steps so far to kind of begin to plan for that. So something fun. Yeah, As an encouragement too, if if you're listening and you, you want to have hope, but you feel like that hole is so deep, I just want to encourage you that the holes never too deep that Jesus can't find it and get down there and help you get out. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, There's always hope. There's always a way out. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Yep. It may take you a lot of walking to get to that light and a lot of challenges. However, there's always an end and there's a light at the end of that tunnel. If you're willing to commit, get in unity with your spouse if you're married and start making steps. Some may need to be drastic, but there's wisdom and there's there's guidance available to make those steps. And it can take years, but doing that, the reward will be phenomenal. It's awesome. And so I guess I'm, so I'm looking, I'm going, take, taking stock, but make small steps so you can have constant victories. That's correct. And be, be realistic with that. Plan something fun. Um, if you're in deep debt, you know, get, get possibly some, some further counseling. When I mean counseling, mm-hmm. some help, someone yeah. who can really give you some tangible steps to move mm-hmm. forward. Um, and then maybe even, what would you say to those who are kind of looking to plan to the future? You know, what, what would you say when it comes to, Oh, I'd love, I'd love to, to, you know, okay. So, my kids are older and I want to plan, plan for college. What are, what are some things, what are some resources or maybe things that they can do to start taking steps to move towards planning for the future, retirement, you know, savings, things like that. I mean, any, any kind of wisdom with that? Yeah. I think, uh, you know, when you, if you have children and you're thinking about that and obviously there's going to come a time in all of our lives where as men, we're not going to be able to run with our sword like we used to be able to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think that, you know, if you, if you work at a company that has some sort of 401k retirement or matching, find out, ask questions, find out what's available, what options there are. If you're at a company that does not, there are plenty of uh, places, brick and mortar buildings. You can connect with financial advisors. They can give you guidance and wisdom on, and help you set up a plan, you know, for saving and, you know, what kind of 521 or 529 college plan is right for my children? And is that right for my children? And what are they going to, you know, all that sort of stuff. And I, I always think that it's as men, sometimes we don't want to ask for help or think that we can figure it all out. However, it's good to reach out for help and find direction because there's people in specialized positions simply for that, 
to be yeah. able to specialize yeah. and help you come up with a good plan. And I think it's also, if you're going with your spouse, having unity with your spouse. And is this the right fit for us? Should we be working with this person? And just praying about those things and discussing those things openly, having those conversations can really be a blessing and help you get set up on a great trajectory this year. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. I think it's great. I think that, you know, even as I'm thinking one more thing, as I'm, as I'm seeing all these ads for zero down, zero, whatever, mm-hmm. I mean, what are some traps that we shouldn't, that, that we should be, be aware of as we see these amazing offers and things like mm-hmm. this? What are some things that we should look out for or should we veer away from? Does that make sense? It makes 100% sense. And, you know, as you, as you say that, I, I think that something that comes to my mind right now that I think we think about a lot, especially in American culture, is that money equals three things, success, significance, and security. And all of those mm-hmm. three things are not 100% accurate when we think of a biblical worldview. Yeah. And so, you know, driving the nicest car or having the best house or having the fanciest clothes or, or, and those types of things, um, sometimes when we want to do that, uh, it can come from a place of, you know, not secure enough or don't feel confident in our walk with the Lord. And, and I don't say that as though it's bad to have nice things. I like nice things. Yeah. I'll say that right now. I like nice things. Yeah, I do yeah, like the of best course. of the best and things like that. So um, I think that some of the pitfalls that can come in is, hey, I've been budgeting for for four months and, oh, I deserve this new car because it's 0% down for this amount of time. And I can figure this out. And we've been budgeting and we can, you know, work it out. And then the cycle can go round and round and then you're back having this discussion next year with your spouse about how do we get out of debt again or things like that. I think that would be things to watch out for is uh, one thing that Dave Ramsey says, and I've always appreciated if you're looking at any major purchase, number one, you need to be having a discussion with your spouse if you're married. Yeah. Number two, sleep on it, sleep on it. Yeah. The, the, I want that right now. I need that right now. You sleep on it. You might not even be thinking about it in the morning. You know, and so that's something I think that the the pitfall can come as as you're starting to make some progress, and instead of you know trying to take a small one, you try to jump off the ship and you know buy the fanciest house that you can't afford. Or something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So having wisdom in that, dude, this is good. This has been really, really good. I mean, yeah, I think appreciate just it. encouraging those guys out there who want to make those steps. I love it. Take take stock. Know 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 what's coming in. Mm-hmm. Know what's going out. Yep. Uh, take the do, do, just do small steps. Pick pick one of them. So if January is your eating out month, or January is your coffee month, or January is your Cabela's month, whatever it is, That's find right. your thing and just take one to to eliminate those and get yourself on a budget. Be realistic with that. That's right. Plan something fun in the midst of this. So mm-hmm. don't just devoid yourself of fun and go, this is it. We're just going to be have this arbitrary vanilla life the rest of our life. That's, <laughs> That's not right. what it's about. I know what you said that. And and even the legacy side of that, of being able to leave something behind mm-hmm. for those that come after you. And even if that's not finances, I'm not saying you have to leave finances, but the example of being responsible, right. even if that's if there's value in that, correct? There is so much value in that because whether you want to believe it or not, your kids are watching. They're watching. They're they're gonna they're not gonna make decisions based on what you say. They're gonna make decisions based on what you do. I love it. I love it. Well, dude, this has been very informative to me. I love Excellent. it. Thanks for giving us the little victories. Yeah. Guys, we believe in you. We're for you. Yes, we do. Um, David, thank you so much for being here today. It's a love pleasure. It. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Bill. And you you have a rest of a good day, guys. Hey, check us out on uh, social media under Known Legacy. 
uh, or questions, comments, concerns, uh, hit us up with an email at info at knownlegacy.org. If you have questions about this, we can forward these to David. He can help you out a little bit with some information. Um, But thanks for your time, guys. You have a wonderful week. God bless you. Thanks for listening to By Dads for Dads on the Known Legacy podcast. Look for us on social media under Known Legacy or go to www.knownlegacy.org to stay connected. For booking or questions, email us at info at knownlegacy.org.